What's up, MS Jimmers? How you guys doing? Welcome to Motivation Monday. We are definitely earlier than we normally are, uh, but I have a insanely jam-packed day uh, that I got to do some stuff this afternoon. So my thoughts are clear. I'm ready to roll, and so we're going to kick off the morning for some of you. It's morning here. Uh, we're kicking this off early today. So, um, so today I really want to talk to you about goals, all right? So I know we've been talking a lot about goals. I know that's been kind of our focus the past couple weeks, but I kind of wanted to finish up on goals a little bit uh, with some practical steps for you and also some things to think about in terms of uh, creating a healthy goal-achieving mindset, okay? Because a lot of times what can happen is that when we want to have a major transformation in our life, when we want to make major changes in our life, when we want to do things different, right? When we want to, to like make a clean slate and start just changing the way that we think, the way that we move, the way that we eat, the way that we live, the way that uh, we have relationships with our friends and our family and all that kind of stuff, uh, it can get overwhelming. And that overwhelm is typically what causes most people to fail. So uh, when we talk about habitual change or change in human behavior, whether it be physical, emotional, financial, lifestyle, relational, whatever it is, uh, science has shown that it takes about six weeks to really elicit a change in habit in our brain, in our body, and just us being a human being, all right? And why that is, is because it takes repetition and saturation of a specific behavior, thought pattern, exercise pattern, something along those lines, in order to override the old patterns of doing things, okay? And let's face it, a lot of times, you know, just most people walking around out, out, out in this world, when it comes down to movement and exercise, is that the habit is not to exercise every day. The habit is not to think positively. The habit is not to believe that MS, that you can counteract MS because you've always been told something different, you've been thinking a certain way for a long amount of time and you've either been moving wrong, just trying to make it through your life or you really haven't been moving at all because you don't think that you can because it's a threat to you to actually move because your brain doesn't know how to do it. So when we talk about threats, right, we've talked a lot about threat bucket, meaning that you have a certain bucket in your brain, right, a, an analogous, a metaphorical bucket in your brain that all your threats go in, right? So all of the threats in your life, stresses in your life, circumstances in your life, or good things in your life come into that bucket, and they are the, the neurologic input that goes into your brain, right? Whether it be sensory input, uh, emotional input, physical input, uh, occupational input, relational input, whatever it is, your experiences go into your brain and then inside your brain, uh, things get interpre interpreted and then there's a decision that's made inside your brain that says, Here here's how we are going to respond to that. And then that response is what's called a neurologic output, okay? Now, if you have too many threats in your threat bucket, that neurologic output is typically uh, something that is not favorable because your brain is trying to get you not to do more, okay? So if you have a ton of threats going in, your brain's like, ah, I can't handle anymore. And so it's like, we need to slow this train down. We need to pump the brakes. This person that's driving this train ain't slowing down. So we're going to do it for you. So they create neurologic outputs like pain, dizziness, spasticity, weakness, loss of balance, fainting, low blood pressure, low blood sugar, autoimmunity. I could go on. 
and on and on for all the protective neurologic outputs that your brain puts when there's too many threats in your life. So we've talked a lot about identifying those threats and then uh, either eliminating them, uh, reorganizing them, uh, changing your lens or your perspective on how you think about them, or managing them differently. But here's, here's the part I haven't really talked about is that a lot of times when you start identifying all the threats in your life, that becomes massively overwhelming because you're like, oh my gosh, good golly, Miss Molly, I have all these threats in my life and how am I going to fix all these? I can, if I'm going to heal, I have to get rid of all these or I got to fix all these or I've got to go live in the Mojave Desert and, and just do this in a tent, like whatever, I need to run away, I need to escape. And so when you start identifying threats and you realize that there's a lot of stuff around you that's probably contributing to your MS, the tendency is either to go, Pardon my mouth when I say this, either to go balls to the wall 100% and just, this is all I'm doing, and just leave everything in your life and get completely obsessed, or it is to shut down on the other end of the spectrum and be like, oh my gosh, like, I have to get rid of all of this before I start to heal, like, I don't even know where to start, okay? That's more common than the, than the crazy person who's like, I'm just out of here and I'm just, see you guys in a while. I'm out of here. I'm going to go hang out and heal somewhere else, some other country. I'm not even telling you where I'm going. So here's the deal, you guys, is that any type of life transformation requires time and it requires a process. And you've heard me speak about the process of brick by brick, small victory to small victory, one step at a time, program by program, like neurologic pattern by neurologic pattern, like all this kind of stuff, right? So the, the, the culture of the MS gym is all or something. The culture of the MS gym is progressive threat reduction. The culture of the MS gym is just get started. We'll meet you where you're at and we'll develop it along the way. The culture of the MS gym is not you must do everything perfectly. And if you mess up one little tiny bit, then why are you even here? Like you're a waste of my time. No, like I want the imperfect athlete. I want the athlete that knows that they have a lot of stuff they need to work on. I want the athlete that realizes that this is going to take time. I do not want the, 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 instant, the instant quick fix athlete. That ain't going to happen. That's not how I coach. This is a progressive. This is a long-term. This is a marathon, not a sprint mentality that we have in here. And the same mentality that you need to have if you're going to elicit good habitual changes in your life that are attainable, but are also permanent, okay? You can change your life. You can go on a crash diet. You can start working out for two months. You can, you can lose 55 pounds, 155 pounds, like I'm the biggest loser. But then guess what? If you haven't actually uh, learned how to live that way in your real life and integrate that into your real life, you will fall back into, uh, into your old patterns, your old unhealthy patterns, faster than you can say faster. And so that's why a majority of people who go on crash diets, elimination diets, or a completely extreme workout plan, or lifestyle plan, or smoking cessation, or whatever, fail, because like, that's just not sustainable. The brain, like I said, has it, there's a specific way that it has to learn new habits in order to allow it to feel comfortable with those new habits, okay? So it does, it, it, it's a good thing and it's a good exercise to sit down and identify your threats, but what you've got to do first is you've got to pick two to work. One of those 
Actually, you only have to pick one, because I'm going to tell you what one of them is. One of them, one of your major threats to your MS brain is movement. Your brain, because it's been so jacked up by MS, and there's so many roads out, and there's so, many, there's so much mass confusion neurologically, neuromuscularly, kinetically, joint receptor-wise, uh, you know, processing in your brain and all that, movement is confusing and new and scary to your brain when you first start it. It's like, dude, I don't want to move. Like, I'm so afraid that I'm going to fall on my face and die because my number one job on this planet is to keep you alive. That sitting in a wheelie walker eight hours a day is way more safe than trying to even think about doing sitting strong for, for 30 minutes today. Like, that's way better to me, right? So movement is a threat to your brain, but movement is the number two job in your brain right under survival. And proprioception is number three, which is a movement-based uh, awareness or connection to, uh, from your brain to the rest of your body saying, is this safe? Is this not? Is this good movement? Is it not? So you only have two things to focus on right now. Movement is one of them. The MS gym provides that. Every single exercise in the MS gym is MS based. Every single coaching I do with you guys is MS specific. Every single person in the MOC, every single moderator, every single person on your leadership team, every single one of us is geared towards helping you live a better MS life through movement, mindset, education, and community. So that's taken care of for you. The number one thing you have to do is show up every day in the MS gym, press play, and just do it. Get into the membership corner, talk to some people, get filled, and that's all you got to do. Like 15 minutes a day. That's it. So if you work out for 30 and then you're in the MOC for 15, there's your 45 minutes for the day. You're good to go. You worked on mindset. You worked on movement. You're solved. So that's number one. Okay. The second goal, I would say, should be the main thing in your life outside of exercise that prevents you from exercising, okay? That might be your schedule, that might be your job, that might be your food, because you're poorly fueled and your energy sucks because you're not eating well. That may be your spouse and having a conversation with them and saying, this is this important to me, I need you to support me and understand this and stop demanding that dinner be on the table at six because that's the only time I have to work out. So deal with it, dude. Uh, it may be your kids stealing time from you, asking you, mommy, 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 and you like, look, I, I need help. Asking a family member to watch your kids for an hour so you can work out, whatever it is. So I would say movement is, should be one of your goals, moving every single day, and then identifying what is the major thing in your life right now that is preventing you from moving preventing you from exercising on a daily consistent basis. That's where I would start. If, some, if you were sitting in my facility, those would be my two things I'd have you focus on for the next six weeks. There might be, and, and so I, that's it. I mean, that's basically my answer to you. But that's easier said than done, okay? So when you set a goal, so we know we, we, we can talk about movement and we can talk about threat number two, right? So when we set goals to work on how to get those threats, that threat or that movement increased, right? So we want to decrease the threat of exercise and we want to decrease the threat of the thing preventing us from exercising or moving. So we've got to ask some specific questions. It's not enough just to say, well, I want change, so I'm just going to go do it. There's a lot of things that you, you should just consider. 
It's not that have to be in place. It's just to consider before those things happen. So I like to, when, when, I, when I've been training trainers in the past or my staff or whatever else, uh, there's a type, there's a way of setting goals that's called a SMART, uh, the SMART template, right? So SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. And I just want to break those down quickly, but I really want to spend some time on specificity. Okay, so when we look at, at spe spe specificity, what that means is, I got some notes over here, is that your goal should be as specific as possible and answer the questions of who is involved, what, you want to, what do you want to accomplish, where will it be done, when will I do it, why am I doing this, and which obstacles will stop me. And I'll circle back around to that, okay? So measurable is how, how will you measure this goal, right? So if your goal is to exercise every day, you need to get a calendar. And you just need to check off when you exercise. Or you need to get a journal. And Karen Stenhouse is working on, right? And she'll have that done when she gets it done. But you have a journal. And you write down that you worked out today. And you write down what you did and, and how you felt, right? So it's measurable. You're going to see that over the next six weeks, all those check boxes on a calendar. And you're going to be like, dude, I did it. That's awesome. The other, the, the A is attainable, right? So your goals should, should challenge you, but it's important that they don't overwhelm you, okay? So when we talk about exercise, I'll get into that, but you need to focus on dosage. Not how hard it is or easy it is, dosage. I don't care what your physician or your trainer says, whether it's too hard or too easy, I don't give a rip. It's based on you and what you can do. Something that may seem very easy to someone in the fitness world, like, oh, seriously, dude, like, I've heard this, somebody was commenting on this, their, tra their, their, their physical therapy aid, like, you know, whatever, uh, it's like, th th this one program was like a snooze fest. Well, this lady just came out of having shingles and being in a hospital bed for, like, weeks. So you're not going to go in and blow yourself out on intensity because your brain will just shut down and be like, this is too much anyway. I'm just going to quit. So it's good to actually be more on the conservative, easy side of things and take the minimal effective dose rather than blast yourself with exercise, hoping to just force your way through it. That ain't going to happen. You don't want to do that to yourself. So it's got to be attainable. If 15 minutes a day of movement is attainable for you, cool. If 20, cool. If an hour, cool. Whatever it is, we'll meet you where you're at. So uh, the R in SMART is realistic. Okay, You've got to set realistic goals. And then the T is timely, based on the time that you want them done. And those kind of go together. Realistic and timely are good. If you've been in a wheelchair or you've been in a wheelie walker for the past eight years, you ain't going to walk in three weeks. You're just not. Don't set your expectations so high that you're setting yourself up to fail. If you want to walk, give yourself 90 days. Give yourself 180 days, like three months, six months. Give yourself a full year. In one year, by next Christmas, I want to be walking with trekking poles so that I can go shopping with my sisters. Cool. That's a, that's a, that's a great, realistic goal. The timely part of it is, breaking it down into every single month. Well, what do I have to accomplish this month in order to get to walking on trekking poles in a year? Month one, 
That may be, I just, need to, I just need to move every day. I need to do something in the MS gym every day. That's month one. That's all you need to focus on. And I need to have a conversation with my husband telling him how much I need his support and how much I need him to take over dinners until I get this into my flow because like, I can only work out at, at, at 5 o'clock at night. So can he help me out, please? Or can he get my kids to school? Because morning is the only time that I can do this. Like for me, I knew it was a massive threat for Missy to have to pack up a baby, pack up two kids, and get them to school every day. So once school started this year, I volunteered and I said, hey, Miss, I want you to just focus on, on D, focus on the baby. I got the kids. I will take them to school every day. Did I have to change my schedule? Yes. Did I have to change my workout time? Yes. Did I have to change out my time talking to Ken every day? Yes. Did I have to cancel some other things with some other people to make that happen? Yes, but it was important to me that I, I helped her out. Okay, so you need to be smart. Specific, measurable, attainable, timely, and I'm sorry, realistic and timely. Smart, it's not smarter. <laughs> Smitter, okay? All right. So let's talk a little bit about specificity, okay? So when you talk about specificity, you need to specifically know why you're doing what you're doing. So in other talks, we talked about your why. Like, why do you want your life back? Why do you want to heal from MS? Why? Why do you even want to get better? That's a big, deep question to ask. Like, what, how would that change your life if you could walk, if you had no foot drop? If you had energy to get throughout your day, if you didn't have to take 17 meds in a day, like what would that do for you? What would it do for you if you didn't have bladder issues? What would it do to your confidence if you knew you didn't have to wear a diaper? What, what, how would it help you if you knew that you would actually wake up with a clear mind because you don't have cog fog? Like, why do you want to heal? Okay, how would that impact your life? The second thing is who? Like, who do you want to heal for? The number one answer should be yourself. But then a close second should be who in your life is worth fighting for. Is it your spouse to be, feel married and free and active again? Is it your kids to be an active parent again? Is it your grandkids so you can spend time with them? Is it your friends so you can create memories together or go on trips together? Is it your church or your, your, your house of worship so that you can volunteer and be part of that? Like, what is it? Okay, who is it? And then the last thing is, is, is really once you have that determined, like, why do you want to get better? Like, how is that going to impact your life? And then who do you want to do this for and with? Then you can actually get in and start setting some goals and look at this. So when you set the specific goals of I want to move more and eliminate that roadblock from moving more, just for example, you got to look at certain things. Like, so who's involved in moving more and removing the roadblock to moving more, right? Who is it? Well, number one, you're involved, right? And there's nothing more important than your healing. You're worthy of, 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 of blocking out and protecting 30 to 60 minutes of your day for your healing. I would even say more than that. Because if you don't heal from MS, you won't heal from MS. If you don't focus on healing from MS, you won't heal from MS just over time. Time doesn't do anything but make MS worse unless you actually stop that progressional process by pushing back and fighting back and getting into it. 
So you need to know that your healing is the most important thing in your life. Because if you don't feel healed, if you don't feel whole, if you don't feel like you're getting better, you can't be the spouse you want. You can't be the parent you want. You can't be the volunteer, employee, author, writer, speaker, or world traveler or friend that you want. So you are the most important who in this entire equation. And you've got to know that and put yourself up there. You are worthy of investing time and money in. So know that. But the second thing is, who else is involved? Okay, if you have a family, you've gotta have a serious conversation and get your support system behind you, supporting you, exercising. And like I just said, people are gonna to have to arrange some stuff to help you out if you're a team. Your kids are gonna to have to understand that mommy's exercise time is you don't talk to her. Your mother-in-law may have to kick in and be like, can you please help me out like three days a week with taking the kids? Can you just come over and watch them for an hour? Or your sister, or your brother, or a friend. Your spouse, okay, or your partner is going to have to be someone who is massively involved in this process because you guys are doing life together. Okay? So that's just the way it's going to be. You've got to figure out who's going to be involved. So you've got to figure out what you want to accomplish. Okay? We'll get into that in just a sec. So what you want to accomplish and then figuring out what you want to accomplish in shorter amount of time so that you can actually reach your bigger goal. I'll get into that. So where will it be done? Where? So who, what, where? So you need to set off a space that you have all of your exercise equipment in one place. Your space needs to be dry. Your space needs to be cool. Your space needs to be zen. It needs to be stress-free. Do not think that you working out in the middle of a dirty kitchen, dirty living room, uh, a playroom with toys all over the place, or maybe it's your office or maybe whatever, you gotta do what you gotta do, but if you're working out or you're exercising or trying to do move, movement and threat reduction, progressive threat reduction in an environment that's threatening, it ain't gonna happen. You need to get in a place where you feel safe, you feel happy, you feel comfortable, you feel fulfilled, you feel relaxed, you feel chill, because if you're not chill while you're moving, it's going to add to the difficulty of you moving. So you need to find your space. Where will that be done? When will I do it? You need to schedule it in. The best thing you could possibly do for your MS brain is give it consistency. So if you know that every day at 9.15, from 9.15 to 10.15, that is your workout time, you ruthlessly guard that time. That means unless it is a dire emergency, you don't answer your phone, you don't answer texts, you don't answer emails, you don't have a TV on, you don't let anybody call you, there's nothing scheduled then. Nope, that's my exercise time, I can meet you at 10.45. Nope, sorry, that's my, my extra time, exercise time starts. Uh, you're gonna have to ask. You're gonna have to ask Jamie instead. Like you have to ruthlessly guard that time. And if somebody that's close to you has to take that time, they need. You need to be very strong and bold, saying, "I need that time back once this activity's over." Like I gave the analogy the other day. Like if Misty needed me in the morning to do something for her, to help her out, then she would have. Then I, I would tell her like. I'd love to do that for you, but I've got to work out then from, t from 12 to 1 if you're going to take my morning time from me. And she gets that. She understands that. I'm the same way with her. Now, we talked about why am I doing this. Like, we've already gone over that. Why are you doing this? How is it going to change your life if you're going to counteract MS? 
and then which obstacles will stop me, that is your threat number two. Your threat number one is I need to move more and that my brain isn't too sure about this, so I need to teach it that it's safe. Number two is what other things outside of exercise are going to prevent me from actually getting my movement training done. Okay. So let's go back a little bit to, uh, I want to go back to the, uh, the what, okay? So what do I want to accomplish, okay? So I talked about earlier about I have the big goal of it by next Christmas being able to walk on walking poles and go shopping with my sisters for their eight-hour shopping marathon, which I haven't been able to do in five years, and it makes me really sad because it was a great bonding experience. We always got to go out to a fancy lunch and have some wine and connect with each other and share with each other. And I feel really disconnected from my sisters uh, that I can't do that anymore. I used to look forward to it. Now both of them get to go and I get left out. And then they show me, they, they're really cute. They show me what they bought and we're on FaceTime and all that, but I always, it just depresses me even more that I, I don't get that time with my sisters because it's such, it, it's such a memory builder thing for me. See what I did there? There was a ton of whys in there. I want to walk on walking poles by next Christmas. That's the main goal. Why? Because that will allow me to go shopping with my sisters. Why is that important to you? Because that's some really quality bonding time for my sisters and I to make memories with each other. Why is that important to you? Because if I don't have those memories of my sister, I feel disconnected like I'm not part of the family. And that makes me feel worse about my MS, which adds to my threat bucket and depresses me all Christmas. So not only would walking with trekking poles over the next 12 months allow me to bond with my sisters, but it would decrease my depression during the holidays and allow me to move better to enjoy the holidays more. See how I broke that down? That's how you need to start thinking. Why, 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 why? What do I want to accomplish and why do I want that to happen and how will that improve my life if I make that goal happen? That's your driver. So when we go down to what to accomplish and we talk about breaking it down, <clears throat> you've got to realize that you've got to set some goals. And those goals have got to be broken down in little tiny progressional pieces that build upon each other to get you to that 12-month goal. If you have a different goal that you want to work on every month, that's fine. Every quarter, that's fine. Every two months, that's fine. Whatever it is, you just need to determine how your brain works and what will help you. Because here's the thing, you guys, like a goal without action is just a dream, okay? So a, a goal applied with strategic thought out efforts will change your life, okay? So what I want you to do is I want you to think about your big goal and then break it down like month one. So right now, today is the 14th of January. What am I going to do by February 14th? So from now until Valentine's Day, besides getting your wife a card, I love you, miss. What? I have a month, right? So what? That's one of my goals. That's an easy one. So what, what do I want to do over the next month? If you haven't been consistently working out, you need to work out daily. So then you go back to your specificity and say, well, what, what is that going to take? I need to get the right, I need to sign up for the MS gym or, or get into the free group or get my free guide, join the membership, whatever it is. I need to get the right equipment. I need to get the right clothing. Okay. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, just something you can move in. I need to get a fan for my 
workout, I need to determine my workout space. Where's that gonna be? I need to get all that crap out of the way that gives me stress. I need to get a fan in there. Maybe I need to get some shades. Maybe I need to put some nice music in there. I need to find a place to uh, put my computer or my iPad and prop it up so I can see Trevor and still move and all this kind of stuff. So that I need to find my space. I also need to determine my time. What time of day am I going to work out? Figure it out, okay? And then I need to have a conversation with the people in my life that I need to support me and, and, and understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. Those are your goals. So in order for you to work out consistently every day for the next month, you need to figure, you need, you need to get your wardrobe, you need to get your equipment, you need to get your room set up, and you need to uh, pick a time, and then you need to have a conversation with your support team. There you go, I just set your month one goal for you, okay? So by having that, that conversation with that support person that you need their support from, or that you need to have a conversation with the people that you are doing life with uh, about the importance of mommy healing or daddy healing or brother healing, and I need your support. This is what this will look like. These are my goals. Here's what I want to do in 12 months, and here's why. And you explain that to them. Then you're knocking out goal number two already. Goal number two is remove the roadblock from what is going to prevent you from moving. And by having that conversation with those people around you and setting those expectations and letting them in on your dream and blocking out any negative feedback that you may get, you're just, this is what I'm doing. I need you guys to support. If mommy's not healed, we don't, we don't function. And be bold on that and don't worry about their feedback. Re reject the resistance if there's any. Hopefully they'll support you. But by doing that, you've already kind of moved toward that second goal, which is eliminating that first roadblock to you move. Okay? So you take that big goal, you, you take the intrinsic value and you figure out your why and your what and your how behind it, how would it change you. Then you go into the what, what do I need to do to make this happen? And you get into the practical stuff of making it happen. And then you get into the second goal, the emotional side of, yeah, I, I need to believe in myself first, but I also need you guys to support me as well. That's a very important step. So by knowing specifically what you want, then the rest of the SMART acronym comes into play. Because once you know how this is gonna happen and what you want, then you can set up your calendar and get it, or get a planner and start getting ready to mark that off. Then you know that this goal is attainable and maybe you plan out the next 12 months of goals and what that means. And if you don't know how to break down how to get from a wheelie walker to walking with trekking poles, guess who knows? Bing, bing, bing. Your coaches, your moderators, your leadership team, we've done it. Your MOC, your fellow members, we've done it. Ask, ask, ask the questions. In the members corner, that's the value of the membership, you can go into the members corner, you don't have to wait for me to get to you, and just ask them like, hey guys, I have this awesome goal, here's what I wanna do, Coach T said to set a goal, I wanna walk in 12 months with my sisters for Christmas, I set that my month one goal, how do I, what's gonna be my next goal? What program should I start with? What's my first movement prescription? Well, you should start with BGB Bootcamp if you've just gotten the membership or start with BGB Anything in the free group or start with your free guides in the free group and start with that. I can tell you that right now. But then how do I set up the rest of my year? How do I, how do I, how do I set new goals? Well, that's what you use your community for. That's what you use your coaches for. 
That's probably a second roadblock to you not moving. I don't know what to do. Well, I do, and I will help you. And we're set up in a way that will help you. That's the benefit of the MS Gym. That's the benefit of the membership is you have access to people who have gone through what you've gone through, who have worked with me personally, one-on-one -on -one, through masterminds and virtuals and moderators and all that. Like my moderators, I talk to a lot, especially Karen and Jody and Pam, they know their stuff. Claire knows her stuff. Tim knows his stuff. Tracy, Alexa, know their stuff. Rebecca Todd knows her stuff. Like any of those people are awesome. Deborah Wigner knows her stuff. Okay? Kathy knows her stuff. I could go on and on. John Dunham, Scotty Rosencrantz. Like you get, they, they're in there, so use them. Okay? That's how you set your goals. So I want you to be able to set your goal. I want you to be smarter at setting goals and not work as hard on setting goals. So when you work on being smarter, you don't have to work as hard on working harder. All right? Because the last thing I want you to do is get caught up on identifying your threat bucket and knowing that if you reduce all these threats, it's going to help you heal and allow for more neurologic availability to help you combat your MS symptoms. But when you start realizing how many threats you have around you, your threat, the, the, the process of, of identifying your threat bucket to remove the threats becomes a threat. And then you're just pouring water into the threat bucket and you're not going to get any better. All right. So the entire process of transform transformation as a human being is a multi, 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 multi step process. But the main goal is to progressively reduce the threat of the new habit that you are trying to accomplish. So by you guys thinking this thing through, asking those questions, getting clear on what needs to be done, taking the appropriate action to set yourself up well, asking the right questions on where to get started, and then asking more questions on if you run into troubles or what to do next, you kind of have a no, you kind of have a no fail system. The only way that you're going to fail in a system like the MS gym is if you stop or if you don't believe, or if you just get to the point where you're like, ah, oh, this isn't happening fast enough or ah, oh, like I'm frustrated, which then I would go back to type in, in your little search bar, MS mind games and look up frustration, look up anxiety, look up depression and watch those motivation Mondays. We talk about how to get out of those states of mind. Then go back into the MS Gym, MS, the MS Gym search bar and type in MS, MS Gym Mind Games. Why not me? MS Gym Mind Games, uh, a decided heart. Okay, MS Gym Mind Games, like look for those PDFs. I actually put the files in here. We have a declaration of independence. We have what it means to have a decided heart. We have means what it means to be a person of action. Fill your mind with good stuff and your threat will reduce. So, so thank you guys for listening to this. I hope this was, was like helpful and pragmatic for you because I, I want you to be successful. And I want to think about and I want you to know that I think about all of the possible problems and roadblocks that could happen for you. This ain't my first rodeo. Right? I've been doing this for 20 years. I've, I've worked with a lot of people. I've, like I said the other day, I've done over 70,000 sessions 
70,000 sessions of what is what I've carried out. That's on top of all of my years of education, all of my certification time, all of my time studying on the internet, like all of my research. So we're probably at 100,000, 120,000 hours of time that I've put in for 20 years. So I've seen people, I've worked with people, I've experienced people, and I understand everybody's different and there's stuff I don't know yet, right? I, I'm still learning all the time. But if, if I need you to know that we thought of it, we've thought of it. I need you to know that the MS gym is full of gymmers that are going through, have gone through, and will go through the exact same things that you're going through right now. The struggles, the mindset, the physical, the disappointment, the rejection, the, the confusion, the frustration, all of that. And they've also gone through the victories and the excitement and the optimism and the hope and the, I think I'm getting better. I think this can work. Oh my gosh, Trevor actually knows what he's talking about. Like we've gone through it. There's thousands of MS gymmers now that can, can help you. It's not just me. A year and a half ago, it was all on T. Now I got thousands in this army ready to help you. Okay. So as you guys heard me mention last week, uh, today is the last day for what are called founders prices. The founders prices are the $30 a month, month to month for the membership, and then the $288 for the annual. And I just wanted to make you aware of that. Just as a reminder, if you guys are ready to join the membership and get your movement prescription, you get the assistance, and then you also get the MOC, the members corner support group, rock on. If you're not ready there yet, great. You need to go through this exercise, okay? All of these sheets I will be putting in the free group and also in the membership, I will put these sheets in there under goal setting. They will have the titles of goal setting and then their title so that you can use this, okay? So if you're ready for the membership or you're like, I'm not quite ready, but I want to get locked into the price for the rest of my life, go sign up on membership. It's the MS Gym dot com forward slash membership go get signed up today if you're not ready and you're like dude i'm not ready yet i just need to get my mind right cool this will help you get your mind right so get in and at least go to the the website click on that big orange button and get some free guides so you can start being consistent and you have a plan to help you be consistent to help you actually change your world and get started on your goals so remember your two goals right now are number one to move more and, and give yourself opportunities to have a better mindset. The number two goal is what is the main goal or the, I'm sorry, the main threat that could be possibly preventing you from moving more and, and, and working on your mindset. Those are kind of where you need to start, okay? So you have one goal, what's the roadblock? That's how you progress. Next goal, what's the roadblock? Next goal, what's the roadblock? So if you're constantly setting goals and then identifying the roadblock, and then you set goals to do the goal more and remove the roadblock more, that's a pretty awesome habit change model. Like that's how I've done it in my life. So anyway, I love you guys. Thanks for being here. I hope this is good. Uh, like I said, I have a super busy day, so I will get these sheets uploaded into the two uh, Facebook groups, but give me a little bit of time. It may happen this afternoon. It may not happen until tomorrow morning, but watch this video, let it soak in, get your mind right, get your body right, and know that I have your back. There's always a solution. Movement is key. Movement is your way out. Mindset is key. Mindset is your way out. This is how you gain victory over MS in 2019, baby. That's how we do it in here. I'll talk to you guys later.